go. Hello and welcome to our one and only podcast. I'm Jacob. And I'm Micah. We are going to talk about Gandhi. Who is that, you might ask? Gandhi is an equal rights activist. Yes, he was, but we don't know much about where he lived or who he surrounded himself with. Today, we are going to talk about all that and more. So strap in and get ready to learn the ins and outs of Gandhi. First, we are going to talk about where he grew up. Gandhi was born in 1869 in Poor Bandar, India. In 1888, he went to Britain to learn to study law. Yes, one of his most famous quotes was, an eye for an eye only makes the world go blind. It was in Britain that he read the Bible for the first time. In the years following independence, the government led by Nehru, Gandhi's former disciple, ignored Gandhi's schemes for revitalizing the villages. Instead, they concentrated on industrialization, which Gandhi saw was not the answer to India's problems. India has a has a huge population, and therefore no shortage of workers. Industrialization only makes unemployment worse by replacing humans with machines. Gandhi's answer lay in India's 500,000 villages, which could be small, self-sufficient democratic units, grassroots democracy. And advocating self-sufficiency, grassroots democracy, smallness and simple living Gandhi anticipated by several decades that the small, that small is beautiful. Ideas which are now increasingly respected, mixing manual work, respected. Similarly, he was a pioneer in pressing for the equality of women and stressing the value of mixing manual work with intellectual work and his progressive ideas about education. Now that that story is over, we will talk about his entire equal rights campaign. <clears throat> and how he fought through the pushback of his oppressors. The weak is, can never forgive. Forgiveness is an attribute of the strong. When he returned to India in 1891, he was a lawyer, but he was not very successful because he was very shy. After that, Gandhi joined with his fellow Indians in working for their rights. And it was in this struggle that he developed the, the nonviolent techniques he, he used later in India. He opposed unfair taxes levied on Indian workers, and he agitated to get Indians their voting rights. Satyagraha uses nonviolent resistance to make one's opponent face up to the fact of in injustice or exploitation. However, while Satyagrahis use various nonviolent methods to confront, persuade, or persuade an opponent, methods like sit-downs and sit-downs sit and sit-ins, strikes fast, demonstrations, boycotts, picketing, and non-cooperation, all of which are going to use, the, they should also be doing constructive work to improve the situation. Every time Gandhi started a campaign against some injustice, he also started a construct. He also started constructive schemes to improve conditions. Random facts about Gandhi: His movie won an Academy Award, and he was nominated for the Nobel Prize five times. Albert Einstein said that Gandhi's great con greatest contribution to our time was his determination to. Uh, Moralized politics. Moralized politics. Gandhi insisted that you can apply the same moral values to politics, bi politics, business, or industry, as you do in private life. Love, truth, nonviolence. All of these ideals can be applied here, ha n here and now, to every aspect of life. It is perfectly possible, as Gandhi said, for an individual to adopt this way of life without having to wait for others to do so. I think that covers Gandhi's life story. We all hope. We hope that you enjoyed our podcast. 
We got all of this information from Learn and Peace Pledge Union Project, our thumbnail photo from a website called starsunfolded.com. And I barely 